Welcome to Girlfriends Pray Podcast. We are a prayer ministry for women, and our mission is to draw women closer to God through prayer. To learn more about Girlfriends Pray, go to our website, www.girlfriendspray.org. Follow us on social media at Girlfriends Pray and join us for prayer every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 712-775-7031, access code 943334-POUND. We invite you to connect, support, or become a partner of Girlfriends Pray. Remember, 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says to pray without ceasing. God bless you. Good morning. It's awesome to have another opportunity to be with the awesome ministry of Girlfriends Pray. Uh, Very familiar passage, John chapter 3, verse 16. John chapter 3 and verse 16 reads, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. In the early, late third, early first century, a church father by the name of Athanasius African coined, these, coined this phrase in terms of helping us to understand um, not just the nature of God's heart towards us, but the reason for the incarnation and why he came. It says that the God of all is good and noble by nature. Therefore, he is the lover of the human race. The God of all is good and noble by nature. Therefore, he is the lover of the human race. And then he adds to that phrase, and what then was that God being good to do when he saw his creation lapsing into non-being? What what then was this good God to do when he saw his own creation via their own poor choices lapsing into non-being, lapsing into non-existence, not being able to exist? God went through the great trouble of creating us uh, in his image and in his likeness and creating a world for us to live in. And he was so dedicated to the relationship that even after the poor choice that Adam and Eve made in the garden, he chose to go against the will of God, the way of God, and the word of God, and the established rule of God. God was so committed to the relationship, so committed to the love of fear. Pause. I wish somebody would understand that that's the kind of love that God has for us and the kind of love he intends for us to have in our human relationship. Somebody who is able to love us enough that even beyond our own thoughts, our own flaws, our own failures and mistakes, still willing to sacrifice for the good of the relationship. And so God saw his creation lapsing into nine being, and he loved us just so much that he sent us his son and then promised that whoever would believe in his son would have everlasting life. God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish but have everlasting life because the God of all is just really that good in spite of what we see going on in the world today, in spite of the pandemic the virus, in spite of our personal failures and mistakes, in spite of our past trauma, our past abuse, our hurt, our pain, the gospel stands firm with the proclamation via the incarnation of God's Son that the God of all really is good, and he is 
really noble by nature, and therefore he is the lover of the human race and that good God. But what's he to do? A good God like that, what was he to do when he saw his creation lapsing into non-being? He swept in and he sent us his son to die on the cross for us so that we could have salvation, so that we could have life, so that we could have life more abundantly. I know it's true because another verse, Romans 8, chapter 8, verse 32, tells us that he that spared not his own son, but gave him up for us all, here it is, how shall he not along with him freely give us all things? So if one verse he promises us eternal life via his son, but then he also promises us over here in Romans chapter 8, in verse 32, that if he was willing to give us his son, what else is it that he would not give us? I would take it a step further by giving us his son. What else is there for him to give? When I was a boy, there was a song that says, I love so glad that he loves me and you. I'm so glad that he loves me and you. He gave up his life. What more could he give? I'm so glad that he loves me. And I'm so glad that he loves you. I'm so glad that he loves me and you. For the God of all is good and noble by nature. Therefore, he is the lover, you, me, all of us that are a part of the human race. And what then was our good God to do when he saw his good creation lapsing into non-being? Let's look to the Lord in prayer. We were sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within and we were sinking to rise no more but the master of the sea heard our despairing cry and from the waters he lifted us and now safely you and i love lifted us and when nothing else could help love lifted us eternal and all-wise god our father our savior our master our king our hope our covering our deliverer we praise you, we honor you, we bless you, we magnify you, we lift you, we adore you, we install you. We want to recognize and realize just how powerful and how majestic, how mighty, how holy your holy and righteous name is. You are God all by yourself. You are God alone. We are not qualified for the job. Nobody else is qualified for the job besides you. So you're God by yourself. You don't need our help. You sit high and you also look lower and you rule and you super rule in our affairs, even when we can't see it, even when we can't sense it, even when it does not feel like it. God, we came to declare this morning that you are still on the throne, not just on the throne in heaven, but on the throne in our hearts. And so we bless you, we honor you, and we adore you. We come this morning to Heavenly Father just, first of all, to give your name praise because we want the enemy to understand that in spite of what we're going through, that your name is still worthy to be praised. We come to magnify you, dear Heavenly Father. We come to bless and lift up your holy and righteous name. We come to worship you. We come, dear Heavenly Father, to recognize that there's nobody like you, dear Heavenly Father, because we look back over our lives. We want to thank you for all of this that you've done, but then we want to honor you for who you are because when we look, we realize that nobody else could have done for us the things that you have done. Nobody could love us like you. Nobody could bless us like you. Nobody could keep us like you. Nobody could watch over and protect us like you. Nobody could provide for us like you, Heavenly Father. Nobody can heal us like you can. And so we come this morning to Heavenly Father to acknowledge that. We come to Heavenly Father this morning because we are your children and because we do not always understand the inner workings 
of your mind and how you work and what you're up to. So we come as children humbly to Heavenly Father, but also boldly to announce that we need you. We need you like never before to Heavenly Father. We need you to touch us. We need you to be with us. We need you to lead us. We need, us to, we need you to guide us by your spirit to Heavenly Father. We need you to navigate the, the, navigate the rough waters that we are facing in the storms of life because so much is going on right now. So much is happening in the world that we live in. And so much is coming at us so fast, Heavenly Father, that we need you to steady our minds. We need you to steady our hearts. We need you to steady our hands so that we can move and be all of what it is that you've called us to be, to do what it is that you've called us to do, Lord God. We want to see the world the way that you see it. So we come surrendering our eyes. We come surrendering our minds. We come surrendering our hearts. Then we also come surrendering our hands and our feet. We, got, we want us to help us. Uh, we need you to help us, Heavenly Father, to think how you would have us to think so that we can emote and feel the way that you would have us to feel, do what it is that you would have us to do. We pray that you would guide the movement of our hands, guide our feet, guide our footsteps, dear Heavenly Father, uh, in these last and evil days, dear Heavenly Father. We pray that above all that your name would be lifted, dear Heavenly Father, uh, so that the world can see who you are, dear Heavenly Father. And we pray that our light personally would shine in such a way that you would use us, God, that our light would shine in such a magnificent fashion that people would come to us and ask us, what must they do to be saved that our light will shine so brightly before men that they will see our good works and then in turn would seek to glorify our Father. All the glory would come to you in heaven, dear Heavenly Father. And we pray, God, that we would be those kind of vessels. But we also pray, God, that you would empty us of ourselves, cleanse us from any and all unrighteousness, and anything that would stand in the way of the light of your glory being shown in the earth, dear Heavenly Father. We pray that you would remove it from us, remove us. Uh, from our faults and our flaws and our failures and forgive us, Heavenly Father, for all of it as far as the east is from the west, dear Heavenly Father, and cleanse us. Make us brand new, dear Heavenly Father. Give us a fresh touch, a fresh anointing, dear Heavenly Father. Look down on us. Look in on our hearts. Look in on our situations. Look in on our jobs. Look in on our homes. Look in on our families. Look in on our bodies, dear Heavenly Father, and any and everything that would stand in the way of you being us being used by you uh, to our full capacity and magnitude and capability, God. We pray that you would, by your spirit, throw your weight around in the areas of our life that are trying not to surrender and submit to your holy and perfect will. Anything and everything in us, Heavenly Father, that is not like you, God, we pray right now, God, in the name of Jesus, whether it be a mindset, whether it be a long-held belief, whether it be a past hurt, or a past pain, or a past scar, or a past sin, or a past mistake, Heavenly Father, whether it be a present situation, any and everything in our lives that it would attempt to separate us from the love, love of God and to defile the word of God that is active in our lives and our hearts, God. We pray even now, God, in the name of Jesus Christ, by your spirit, that you would glorify yourself and that you would bring it into longstanding situations. We pray for past pain that's causing us present trouble, that you would show up and let your peace be what it is that surpasses all understanding in our hearts and our minds and causes us to move forward today like never before. We pray, God, in the name of Jesus Christ for everyone under the sound of my voice, Heavenly Father, that we would all be even more yielded to your voice, Heavenly Father, that you would have your way in us and with us and through us and, and all around us, Heavenly Father. We pray that everywhere we step today as kingdom ambassadors, as sons and daughters of the Most High God, that 
difference would be made to Heavenly Father that the atmosphere would shift and be different because a kingdom ambassador is in the room to Heavenly Father. And we pray that we would know who we are as a result of knowing who you are. So we pray that you would give us a fresh illumination on the revelation of your very person, Heavenly Father, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and the eternal fellowship that you all have shared from all throughout eternity, Heavenly Father. And we thank you for that unbroken fellowship that you have enjoyed within yourself, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and that you have extended that fellowship, that relationship to us, dear God. And we pray that we will walk the earth today knowing, dear Heavenly Father, that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And if God be for us, then none can be against us because he that spared not his own son gave him up for us all. How shall he not along with him freely give us all things? And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose. And we know that you so love the world that you gave us your son that whosoever believes in you should not perish but have everlasting life. And we pray to every father that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that the love of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit would rest rule in the body. And we pray that God in the name of Jesus Christ that now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us to you be glory in the church by Christ Jesus. Now unto him that is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God our Savior be glory, majesty, dominion, and power both now and forevermore to Heavenly Father. Let that be established in our hearts at this moment in our lives on today both now and forevermore, and we promise to give your name all of the glory. We promise to give you all of the honor. We promise to give you all of the praise. And it is in Jesus' name that we pray with thanksgiving in our hearts. Amen. Amen.